Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack of beer and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one of them. I'm your host, Nick Magella, and I'm here with Jordan Lang. How's it going, Jordan? It's going good. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, Glad you're on. Uh, glad to finally be back on the podcast. I think you got to move your mic a little closer to you or whatnot. It's been a, it's been a few weeks since I made one. Uh, been busy out of town. Yeah, uh, you know, what have you been up to? Uh, listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you're training for a half marathon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Detroit Free Press. It's uh, in October, like October sixteenth, I think. Exciting, exciting. I've yeah. never done one, but one time I did. Uh, out of the blue. I took a pre-workout, which I swear is better than Adderall, and uh, ran nine miles with my brother Dylan just Holy out shit. of the blue. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but, I don't know why I'm doing all this training. Running sucks. Well, I, I regret it. I, I I tell you what, take a pre-workout, it'll be fine. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about today, but first we got to talk about what kind of beer we're drinking. Well, uh, you would have more information on it. You picked it out. Uh, all I did was, like I do every week, pick it out because it looks cool and has a cool name. Um, but it is called Super Fuzz Blood Orange Pale by Elysian. I believe the second Elysian beer. Um, yeah, it's brewed with blood orange. And uh, my favorite beer is Dirty Blonde, which is also uh, made with blood orange. So that's another reason why I picked it out. So, uh, well, why don't you do us the honors and crack that open? Can do. Thank you. I'll crack mine. Cheers. Cheers. Well, it does not taste like a dirty blonde. <laughs> I like this. You like it? Yeah. It, I, I, I do like it. Um, the picture on it's pretty cool. It looks it says somebody with an afro and some aviator sunglasses and like I don't know, what would you kinda call that painting? Psychedelic like or something? It is uh afro is definitely psychedelic. <laughs> um it's 6.4%, so this should uh, do some work for us. Tastes like, I don't know, maybe it tastes like a hoppy version of Dirty Blonde. I don't know. I'm really bad at describing how beers taste. I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> uh, well, it tastes like a two-hearted. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tastes like an orange two-hearted. You know what? I think I might be allergic to two-hearted. Every time I drink those these days, I get like, I'll have like two, and I'll have like a terrible hangover the next day, and it just... It sucks because it's like one of my favorite beers. Yeah, it's like one of the smoothest IPAs. I know, but it's seven point four percent, so maybe that's what's uh, making me sick. Yeah, or you're a little bitch. Mm. Actually, you know that, me. That is, that is not true. I've seen you drink a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> a lot higher percentage, a lot higher concentration than what seven what seven point one. Oh, this is six point four. Oh, six point four. Yeah. 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 Well. Too hard, though, at 7.1. Yeah, or yes, I believe that's true. But we got to get on to our first topic. We got a lot to talk about in the sports world today, so oh let's uh, jump right into this one. I'm ready. Beer number one, sport. All right, well, um, before we dive into the main thing we're going to talk about, which I'm sure you all are aware, um, I was at the Lions game on Sunday. Um, we lost... In, of course, a brand new way. Did you see anything on this? I know you don't follow uh, the Lions as much as I do. 
Uh, I know the greatest rivalry in all sports is the Lions versus the referees. Yeah, that, that, yep, that strikes again. Um, uh, it was the last play of the game. We were down by four, mm-hmm. I believe. And, um, well, it was third down and goal. And Stafford throws it to Tate. Tate appears to cross the end zone line. They call it a touchdown. There's uh, eight seconds left on the clock, and they do go for a review to review it like they do every scoring play. Uh, they come out on the field. Turns out his knee touched early. So I guess by rule that requires a 10-second runoff. So there was eight seconds left. They run off 10 seconds, and the game's just over. We don't even get another try when we had another down. I saw a lot of screenshots where it said it was 12 seconds left, too. Right. His knees were touching the ground. Yeah. There should have been two seconds left. Yeah, there's it, all that shit just pisses me off. It's a terrible rule, first of all, and... Like, because we score a touchdown, and if if they wouldn't have called it wrong on the field, like, say they called it, he was down, then we have eight seconds to get another playoff and at least have another chance. We would have, because we've gone farther in less seconds before. But because they called it a touchdown, they have to go review it. When they review it, they penalize us because they got a call wrong. And it's fucking bullshit, and of course it happens to the Lions. And... Oh my god! I it, I was at the game wearing my uh, blue spandex suit. Blue man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, jumping up and down in pure excitement when we scored, <laughs> and then it goes from that to like sudden defeat that I know too well. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But yeah, that's the big news in the Detroit sports. Um, also, um, you are you a hockey or basketball fan? Um, I don't follow it until mm-hmm. playoffs because it's just too much work to follow i used to love basketball i used to watch every single pistons game oh yeah uh, i would know the height and weight of pretty much every <laughs> player uh and now that's just too much work well um it's going to be a little less work if you want to go to the games these days yeah. since they've moved downtown to little caesar's arena which yeah. is opened yeah um and i went by there uh the other weekend we went out friday night we just went out and walked around the stadium mm-hmm uh looks pretty cool we got to see in through some of the windows to the concourse um you know it looks like state of the art and but the cool thing is that there's all these uh restaurants attached to the outside that we went and ate at or not ate at one but we got drinks at one it was just open even though there's no game on or anything and the stadium's closed so i'm excited for that once i get in there i'll bring uh i'll bring the scope back for you guys and let you know how it is um other sports news uh another big thing happened um well, in the NBA, let's get through this first. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder in exchange for Enos Cantor and Doug McDermott, plus a Chicago 2018 second-round pick. Um, so that makes the Oklahoma City Thunder have Russell Westbrook, probably one of the probably the best point guard in the league, along with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony now, so they can rival the Golden State Warriors in the West. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk more about that as the season gets closer. Just keep your heads up for that. And then... Another big thing that happened was, I don't know if you saw this, the NCAA is facing the biggest scandal in history for like basketball. Um, this is according to Deadspin. The FBI caught four big-time assistant coaches steering recruits to agents and financial advisors that paid them to do so. He also laid out just how Adidas and, Nike, and, and now Nike and soon-to-be every major shoe company dominates the recruiting circuit, putting on camps and tournaments and then paying recruits to attend schools with which they have apparel deals. So basically, I think what the FBI caught was Adidas like giving money to scouts or something to give to recruits to send them to schools that are like Adidas schools. Like the, the, mm-hmm. they like wear Adidas apparel. Right. So 
everything's going to come toppling down. They already fired like a notable head coach today and it's just starting and you know, the FBI is involved in something the NCAA is supposed to be handling themselves. So uh, prepare for the world of college sports to change soon. Um, but on to something that uh, everyone was talking about on Friday, I believe during a press conference, for some reason, Donald Trump decided to call uh, a lot of NFL players, mothers, bitches. Yeah, yeah, um, sons of yep, because he doesn't like them. Well, before that, he he said that um, all these rules were ruining football and yeah. that they should just let them hit each other. And I just don't understand this man because um, uh, CTE is just getting worse and worse. And Aaron Hernandez, the guy that went and killed a bunch of people, just was just found that he had stage three CTE, which is like the highest form when he killed himself while in jail. And he only had played in, like, 44 games in the NFL. So, I don't know. That's really, like, immature to come out and say that. Like, it just feels like a child to me. Yeah, I know you're familiar with the study that came out recently mm-hmm. where 97% and uh, of football players right. uh, was found with CTE. I would and like that- to say that that study was slightly biased because it's only studied the brains of people who were complaining of CTE. But still. <laughs> that is That is true. <laughs> Uh, but it like stems from high school to professional, so it's it's affecting like younger younger players as well, like w- without that amount of exposure to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's not even football. It's not even just football. Like it's hockey too. Um, even soccer with heading. Yeah. You know anything like concussions are scary and real, and to play it off as it's ruining your entertainment, Mister President. Yeah. Um, when everyone else in a major figure role is taking takes it seriously, but whatever, that's not even the main thing that he, that you did. Um, he also yeah. So he called sons of a bitch players sons of bitches for uh, kneeling during the national anthem and said they should just be fired. When uh, that's essentially already happened. The one who started it, Colin Kaepernick, uh, is not on an NFL team, and even though he talent-wise deserves to be uh so he's basically already kind of been fired or blackballed by the league Mm -hmm. but him saying these comments uh has created unity in the league um and during this weekend all forms of players knelt linked arms some stayed in the locker rooms people singing the national anthem at the or at the lions game the guy sung the national anthem and during the very end he dropped down to one knee and uh you know so from what started with one guy doing it, maybe like a few here and there Yeah. for the season, like hundreds of players are doing it now, and even owners. are. Everyone has to come and release statements because of Trump's ignorant remarks. Yeah, I mean, they just want to express their freedom of speech. They want to make mm-hmm. a statement, and it's definitely like a strong statement to make. Right. I mean, Donald Trump is not the person who should be saying that they don't have the right to do that, especially coming from like a draft dodger. Right. Yeah, and someone who's I mean done countless of stuff to disrespect the military, in my opinion. When like like uh, banning transgender people from the military. And uh, during the DNC, there was that that family from the, the yeah, Medal the, of the Honor. Cons, right. Uh, yeah, like their son uh, had the Medal of Honor, mm-hmm. and he insulted the family. And didn't apologize. And it's like, 
that is a far larger insult than making a <laughs> just than, taking a knee during the national anthem. For and, and the the cause is forgotten too. Like Kaepernick did this to protest uh, police brutality towards black men. Um, from some here's a study I saw um, in 2015. Forty percent of police shootings were committed against black men, though they make up just six percent of the pop- population. Mm-hmm. And shit like that is why Kaepernick was kneeling because it's apparent that black lives don't matter in this country and there needs to be some attention to it, paid to it. And what better way to make attention than kneeling? Well, you know, I don't know if that's what he even thought it would make this much attention, but no, cause he, he was just, he was sitting mm-hmm. during it like several games before. Right. Yeah. And then once he took the knee that one and like in front of everyone, mm-hmm. then it like caught on, right. caught, and caught he, people's attention. And I, if I got this story right, um, he was sitting at first, uh, but then he talked to like some former military person and explained. They talked about how that maybe that wasn't, maybe that was too disrespectful. So kneeling would be a a great middle ground to do. So you know, it's not like Colin disrespects the military or the the flag. You know, it's not what it's about. It's about how this country doesn't respect young black men, and no one is doing anything to stop it. Yeah, absolutely. And but now the whole thing has changed and now it's about the conversations about okay, it, when is it okay to protest, Mr. President, if you say that uh they're not allowed to protest now as in I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be just black men, but this is definitely full of racial racial undertones no matter which way you look at it. Um why are they not allowed to peacefully kneel during a national anthem, but Nazis can go and march on the streets in Charlottesville and get called very many good people or however you phrased it. Like someone died in that. Right. No one's dying from people taking a knee. No one's getting harmed at all. And you know what? For the American people out there in the world that are getting offended by this, why? Why is this offending you? But innocent black lives getting shot by cops doesn't offend you. Your president, uh, Deserting the military doesn't, not deserting, but dodging the draft doesn't offend you. Calling John McCain um, a coward for being a prisoner of war, why doesn't that offend you? Why do why doesn't the Confederate flag offend you when yeah. it represents the biggest treasonous thing that's ever happened in this country and the most deadly war in that, terms well, of Well, that's American freedom of speech. Lost? That's freedom of speech. Exactly. I don't fucking get it, and it makes me mad. Um... I mean, well, here it's it's I I know this is a sports section, but it's branching into politics pretty strongly. Um, But that's you know that's Trump's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh shit! I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, Well, Uh, what we're talking about Confederate flag? Yeah, and the statues and whatnot, and that'll come back to me. I don't know. I I guess I've made this point before on this podcast, but why? Why are the same people, and this is a generalization, of course, why are the same people that are fighting to keep the Confederate statues up and the right to uh, fly the Confederate flag the same people who are telling Colin Kaepernick and oh. all these other players they can't kneel? I remember. Okay, it's common rhetoric for Republicans to call uh, liberals snowflakes. Oh, I've gotten a lot. Right? <laughs> um, 
They are the biggest snowflakes. This is the most, <laughs> like, the smallest little thing, and this is what they're getting offended over. Right. Um, but we're snowflakes because, well, I, I don't, I say we because I lean more to the left. I'm definitely more center. I, I can view, mm-hmm. like, things on right and left. But you, they have someone running someone over with a car, people yelling hateful things, mm-hmm. and then then people just taking a knee during the national anthem, which, like, I didn't know, like, Kaepernick found, like, a middle ground for the knee being the middle ground. Right. Because it is respectful. I mean, you go down to one knee when you propose to a girl. Right. Right. Yeah, and, you know, before, I think it was before 2009, even, uh, the the Army or something had to pay millions of dollars for the players to even be allowed to go out onto the field during the national anthem. Like, they were always just in the locker room that came mm. out after the national anthem. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing at home when the national anthem comes on during the game? You're sitting on right. your ass, drinking a beer, talking over it, not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. Most people at the game don't even, like, take off a hat. I mean, they they stand up, typically. Right. But it's like, like, taking a knee, who cares? Right, I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not saying, like, you know, don't have respect for your country or if you want to like stand and if you want to take up your half of the national anthem do that and you know i'm not even saying like if you want to be upset about these players doing that you know fine if i'm going to get upset at you for getting upset you should be allowed to get upset you know like i'm not i'm not telling you not to be i'm just telling you that if you're upset about this then it's a straw man's argument if you're not upset about these other things too and it's very fickle to me that this is the thing you choose to put all your energy towards when there's bigger things going on and worse crimes against the military going on. And it just takes away when they actually do have a legitimate point. It mm. makes us respect them less and let take them less seriously. If this is the, the fight they want to pick, this is what dog they want to have in the fight. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to, I, I saved this article. Um, trying to figure out how much the, like, I don't know, the NFL, like, the, you should be outraged at the NFL for other things. Like, I think they charge, like, thousands of dollars to, like, have those, like, wounded players or just former former um, veterans mm-hmm. come onto the field, like, during halftime or something. Like, they have to pay so much money to do that. I mean, you know, it's like... And then and there's the whole issue of all these owners coming out and, like, kneeling with the players, linking arms with the players when a lot of these owners donated to Donald Trump and mm-hmm. you know, are supporters of Donald Trump. And I don't know. It feels like they're just... This whole thing... There's something fishy about this whole thing. Well, uh, it's a distraction. Uh, we'll save the distraction part, uh, yeah. diving into that for the politics section. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, Donald Trump's had a feud. Uh, I've, I found out with the NFL for a few decades. Oh, yeah. He tried to buy an NFL team several times. And he never, they never gave it to him. They never let him buy it. And so he tried. Oh, uh, man, I wish they would have. He probably wouldn't be our president right no, now. No, <laughs> no, that's he's actually on record quoted for saying if they let him buy the bills, he would not be the president. Oh, who didn't let him buy it? We should find that person. <laughs> he had an <laughs> and offer. Shun them. <laughs> there was like a negotiation, but he, uh, he, he bought a team, um, some knockoff brand football team or football league, and he was like. Uh, sniping like Heisman winners, like uh, um, like Hall of Fame coaches. Did you say off brand football league? Yeah, like the you talking about the XFL? No, no, it was oh. something else. It was like MN MSFL. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I've never heard of it until I saw this story. 
but uh, the the whole thing just fell through and collapsed and never became anything as of why I've never heard of it until I saw mm-hmm. the story and obviously you haven't heard of it. Right, yeah. I've only heard of the XFL, which is like football just like legally on steroids or something. <laughs> like, that, that should be a thing. There is a market for that. It sounds like something Donald Trump would do, I mean, yeah. to be honest. like uh, They, they just Trump. race for who gets the ball first, whoever can run like the fastest 40 <laughs> or something. Uh, I would be down for that. <laughs> Steroid league, let's, let's do it. Right. Let's see how far we can go. Push them as far as they can just, go. Just Rocket League with football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be some sweet DLC. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Rocket League. But, yeah, to summarize, like, you do whatever you want. Protest, it's American to protest, and to say it's not, then you are ignorant and don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and to force someone to stand mm-hmm. during the anthem... Uh, that sounds a lot like North Korea, right? And Russia, you know, all that, all that shit. That's just like, it I mean, it's. I guess it's probably closer to Russia because you don't have to, but like you're gonna get. I don't know. You kind of have to follow suit sometimes if the pressure gets big enough, you know. And if you're gonna lose your job, like if he wants these owners to cut the players that are doing this, mm-hmm. which isn't gonna happen because owners want to win, they want to make money, and that's how they make money. But, um. You're just kind of like you're kind of like forcing people to do this out of fear that like they might lose their job, their jersey sales are going to go down because so many people worship uh, the Cheeto president for some reason. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's really scary that I mean I really hope this is just as a distraction and like not something he's going to continue fighting for because I don't know. Like that's people should have to have to be able to do it. They not should be able to do what they want. Like. In protest, they have to be able to. It's a foundation. It's like the sole foundation principle of the country mm-hmm. we live in. It was built off of that. Right. Freedom of speech. That's the First Amendment. Yes. The first thing <laughs> they had to get out of the way. We have to make sure you can say whatever the fuck you want. Right. Yeah. And, and then he's shitting all over. He's the fucking president. <laughs> I'm going insane, man. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And you know, it's just like people. People in the Charlottesville thing, like they're they should be allowed to do to to believe what they want to believe too. You know? Yeah. And like, and they can face the consequences mm-hmm. uh, from other people. I mean, that freedom of speech doesn't protect you from that. Right. When, when the line gets drawn, when like your when your speech and your rhetoric gets to like like hanging up imitated bodies like you know or like doing something that can be perceived as life-threatening that's when freedom of speech ends but you know if you want to hate a jew hate a jew um but if you're gonna go up to a jew tell them you're going to kill them or that you're not gonna let them replace them like while holding like a gun or something that's when freedom of speech ends yeah because you're taking rights away from another american right and forcing them to live in fear which you know but Comparing that to taking a knee when you've expressed that this is not against the military, this is not against the flag. I could not think of a more like specific definition of peaceful protest than right. taking a knee during the fucking <laughs> national anthem. This is more peaceful than the women's marches. I know. Anything else. Like this it's silently taking a knee and like 
praying or something. I don't yeah, know. It's it, like, it was weird when it like first started happening, and then they started mentioning like this this player and this player took a knee, and just just for the record, I'm going to say that out loud. <laughs> they shit all over the country, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like why? Just let them do their thing. I mean, it doesn't even need to be made public. Right. They don't even want it to be public. Like like we were talking earlier, Kaepernick was sitting on the bench. Right. And he didn't bring attention to himself at all. Mm-hmm. The media brought the attention to him, and then ah, I hesitate to say ignorant people, but people just didn't like it because, and I truly think it's probably just because he's a black person sticking up for black rights, and people think that black players or black people already have the same rights and don't have to deal with the same or like the the shit that they're protesting against they don't believe it yeah but it's true educate yourself listen to some podcasts that's what i that's what i've uh, learned a lot of my stuff or re- just read some articles i'm just reading an article right now about it and you know it's just i don't know it's <laughs> you have you can't re- truly believe that they live the same lives as you if you are a white person no yeah i mean uh, I'm big on trying to like look into perspectives on everything, mm-hmm. like not just people, like any living being, mm-hmm. like see what it's like to be in their shoes. Right. And there's no possible way where you can fully understand what it's like. I've never been racially profiled. I mean, not in a way that's affected my life. Mm-hmm. And for them to be affected day in and day out like that, I it can eat at you. And then when you try to protest, when you try to make a voice, and when you try to do it in the most peaceful, respectful way possible, you still get shit on. Yeah. So how's that? Yeah. When are black people allowed to protest? Everyone like you're trying to. They're like people are literally trying to regulate. Like okay, yeah, I think that uh, they should just stand up and lock arms. I think that's a good way. Like okay, why do you get to decide that, white person? Like. They're not harming you. Oh, we're getting back to the point. Like they're not doing, causing any harm. It's just, yeah. I guess I, I think anyone, no matter what color skin, they can have input on it whatsoever. Like any any input yeah. they want. Mm-hmm. But, and I mean, they're bringing attention to it. But the thing is, it's skewing it away. And it's fucking Donald Trump, man. <laughs> Why? Oh my God! Why do you attack football? That's the most American thing there is. Right, yeah. I mean, it's America's favorite sport. It makes the most money. Uh, I, I don't know. He, it's a, a distraction. Right, yeah. well, honestly, we're going to circle back to this anyway. All right, well, let's talk about the flag code. The flag? Oh, is this the thing where it's actually um, what is disrespectful? Yeah, like what the United States And it's like States wearing it as clothing, disrespectful. Wearing, using it as like um, bed sheets or... Right, yeah. Um, uh, this is... This is a... Oh, hold on. Uh, but, yeah. And, I mean, there's plenty of other ways we disrespect the flag than kneeling, which is not according to the U.S. flag code. Um, but uh, if I could find this thing... Give me just a second. I probably won't be able to find it. But, um, but so, yeah. there's. I mean, you can just think about it. Like, uh, we literally put flags on napkins wipe our faces with them and throw them in the garbage yep um that's kind of crazy um and that's uh against the flag code right uh okay so here's a bunch of them 
Um, I, I just want to mention Go ahead. to the people listening, don't get a visual. We're on the Wikipedia page for flag code, and there's a little gif here for proper way to fold the flag, and I'm a little fascinated by it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the exact same way as you fold like a little paper football in high school. <laughs> You're trying to make a little triangle thing. <laughs> Oddly relevant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the flag, I'm, these are kind of long things that I don't want to reach you guys, but from what I remember, you're not supposed to like put it on clothing and wear it. People do that all the time. Um, the flag should, the flag should be cleaned and mend it when necessary. Well, yeah, that's probably... Uh, yeah, I don't even want to read these, but the point is we regularly disrespect the flag and you know that's probably not the real reason people are upset they're upset because they think it offends the military but another thing another point about that is there are people in the military that agree with that agree with what uh kaepernick and company are doing and there's people that don't you know it's it's not just like it's really split on one side you know and there's black people in the military and um you know, black people, black people that went to World War II died for this country, and some that came back to this country that didn't want them. Yeah, and I mean, like any argument from from I don't I don't know if it's just Republican rhetoric coming in saying it's like, oh, people died for mm-hmm. for that that flag, and you're not standing for it. It's like, bitch, they died for you to be able to sit or stand. Right. Yeah. Two two options. The option is what they died for: the freedom of speech. It's just, it's so cut and dry, and you're so wrong, but it's just like, it doesn't do anything. It's like logic is thrown out the window. It's frustrating. The hypocrisy and every single way you come at it, they just don't, it doesn't phase them. Right. Like they, so I don't know what they, to do. It, it, they're making it sound like it's like some treasonous thing, and no. it's not what's intended here. And, you know. No, it is treason. Colluding with Russia to win an election. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having private email servers. Ooh. Like uh, Hillary. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, Jared Kushner and, and whoever. And else. half the staff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Well, uh, I don't know if we can elaborate any further on this So, uh, for this last remaining period of time. There's um, a lot to elaborate on, but we, yeah, we're running out of time. Yeah, we're just running in circles and we're running out of time and... Uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about uh, actual football, uh, <laughs> actual sports, what this category is supposed to be about. Um, so s- the Atlanta Falcons are 3-0. They look like the best team in the NFC besides the Lions because the Lions got screwed and should have beat the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Chiefs are 3-0 too. Those are the two top teams in the NFL. They're on the AFC side though. Um, a lot of upsets this week. I'm not going to get into them all. I I don't even actually know what else to say, but yeah, let's just move on to the next topic. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to say about sports, Jordan. Um, I feel like we're gonna circle back to this NFL thing when it comes back to the <laughs> politics. So oh yeah, we'll be back. Stay, stay uh, tuned for the part two. Yeah, um, for sure. Let's just get these beers out now while we're waiting for this to. I don't want to push this forward. Trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, baseball playoffs are coming up soon. Who's excited for that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who's still in it. All I know is the Tigers are garbage. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they, they will be for a long time. Uh, Pistons season starts soon. Red Wings season starts soon. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Pistons have a shot at making the playoffs. Red Wings are probably going to be garbage for a long time, too. It's going to be some dark days for this arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good arena, from what I hear. Yeah, I can't wait to go there. I'll reiterate that, that I really want to go to the LCA, Little Caesars Arena. Mm-hmm. Kind of a dumb name. Uh, the Dojo. The Dojo. Yeah. <laughs> like pizza dough, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Beer number two, entertainment. So, Jordan, uh, you're going to be uh, waiting outside of a Toys R Us. Uh, oh, oh, I guess you're right. We should be opening these, huh? Beer number two, everybody. Beer number two. Super fuzz. It actually, uh, it, it does taste pretty good after drinking the whole one. It tastes good on the first sip, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Sometimes a little. This is better than that. What was the last one we drank? The chili pepper. Oh, that was that the last time you were on? Was the yeah? It was a while ago. It was before we had the intro music and. Look how far back we're looking up at all all the all the beers. Look how far back it was. It's right there. That's what like three months ago. Yeah, and well, and I missed a few weeks uh, this past couple times because I was uh, on vacation and stuff. Yeah, probably three and a half to four months ago. Good to be did back. I, did, I t- did, did I tell you my goal is to do the live podcast on the year anniversary? You did not. You're telling me right now, though. Yeah, hopefully I can make that happen. I want to do it at a brewery. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, hopefully they'll let me. If I can, I just need to keep doing it and make it just as good as this episode has been so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then hopefully they'll give me free beer that I can advertise. And I gotta. The main thing I gotta get better at is describing how beer tastes and whatnot. But Anyways. Yeah, um, actually, if we uh, can, since this is entertainment, I feel like we can go off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's an app called Untapped. Okay. Uh, and it's just pretty much in a, a huge community of people who post reviews of beer. Oh, and, really? And you just like post, like, oh, drinking this beer at this bar and drinking this beer at this bar. And it's like, oh, I like this taste about it. I like this about that. Uh-huh. And there's tons of... Uh, I say drinking this beer on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, and there, there's a lot of like beer shops. Uh, there's Merchants in Dearborn. Mm-hmm. They have a huge variety of beer. You ever try pizza beer? No, dude. It kind of tastes like liquid marinara. Uh, it's not as <laughs> bad as it sounds. <laughs> oh, don't, I can't handle it, another pepper It's like not beer. as bad as it sounds, but it's interesting. I would, just, I would just buy like one bottle just to try it, but they have like everything. Well, they on have... this podcast, we have to drink three of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, maybe we should uh, swing by merchants for the next uh, next. Podcast. Yeah, next time you're on, bring us uh, bring us some of that beer. Come on, pizza beer, pizza beer. Yeah, oh for sure. I worked in pizza for eight years of my life. I got five years under my belt. There we go. Close. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so on Friday, like I was saying earlier, Jordan, are you going to be waiting outside of a GameStop, Toys R Us, Target, or Best Buy? No, I am not. Ah, come on. I don't want to go alone. (laughs) Well, okay. So what Nick is referring to is the SNES Classic, which is Nintendo's re-release of the system, which comes with how many games pre-installed on it? 20, but there's a secret game. Oh, a secret game. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, it does have, like, I could not ask for any other games to be on there. They literally hit every single game i would want to play super mario rpg they have uh the kirby's all-stars which me and you played yeah. a fuck that, that, ton of that game when that's we were when kids. you get the little helper right yeah <laughs> I, we were always player two 
Yeah. Nino, our, our mutual friend, <laughs> was Nino always was player one. Through that. <laughs> he was always the best at it, so he would walk us through and all the that, special dude, skins. This, this NES was like, I don't know, it's... I don't want to say it's my favorite console, but it's my favorite console. Yeah. I mean, they also had Mega Man X on that. Do you remember how many hours we were playing at Dude, that? Dude, yeah. That's like my I, favorite I remember, video game. Uh, that one, the best Mega Man game in my opinion. Like, the upgrades you got, the the armor looked dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember us as kids, I have a huge nostalgia factor for it. How we would, some of us would be better at certain bosses. I remember you were the best at the second to last boss. And then we had to wait for you <laughs> for like a day. To come over, <laughs> and then we finally did it. And we were all circled around the TV, and we saw the ending credits, and it was a very satisfying feeling. And I remember Vince was the first one. You know, Vince are our mutual friend, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's been on the podcast, but uh, Vince, I mean, Vince was the first one to beat that game. I remember watching him out of all of us. We it was a collaborative effort. Oh, though. was it? Yeah, oh. I, I remember you. Cool. It was yeah, a, I'll take some credit. It, you got you got more credit than I did. <laughs> I, I I wanted credit. I tried to make up some bullshit excuse, but I sucked at that game compared to you guys. I was like, well, I bought it for Nino's birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to him. If it wasn't for me, none of this would be happening. <laughs> yeah, to explain to the listeners, uh, I have a very this uh, specific memory of this. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, like, the SNES has, like, a ton of nostalgia factor for me. And on top of that, there's an unreleased game going into this. Um, if you haven't heard, Secret Star Fox game. Star Fox 2 is going to be part of this. Yeah. Star Fox 2 never saw the light of day, never got released. Mm-hmm. And there, I, I remember just reading an article. Uh, the dev team, like, heard about it when they announced the SNES, mm-hmm. the SNES Classic. And they were just like, this is so cool that it was like a year of our lives that just was felt like it was thrown out. Right, yeah. And um, so the 20 games it comes with, that's not one of the ones that says, but you, I guess I, from reading, once you beat the first level of Star Fox, you unlock it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I apparently, I've, what I've, from what I've read, there is some like mods online of Star Fox 2 like, that people made or that got leaked or something, you mm. know? So, but now that's exciting. But here, let's run through some of these games real quick. Uh, so these are all the games we're just gonna go through them one by one because uh, it's why not. Um, Super Mario World classic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, that's probably the, one of the first Yoshi game, right? First Yoshi uh, Mario. Yeah, that's the first time Yoshi made an appearance. Uh, Super Mario World is probably one of the best games ever designed, mm-hmm. just in terms of like level design. Everything is right. is so like tight. Awesome soundtrack. Uh, uh, excellent soundtrack, great mechanics, mm-hmm. all inventive. It, it really laid the ground. It's probably easily in the top five video games of all time. Inarguably, if you just made an objective, logical argument, that game would be in the top five. Yeah, no, I understand that. It, like, I don't know, it took, two, it took platformers. It's a platformer, right? Yeah, oh, to, for sure. Just, just to a new level. And, uh, you know, because it's so much different than the other Mario games. I mean, it's kind of close to Super Mario 3. But. Yeah, yeah, but it it took Super Mario three, which was the blew everyone out of the right. water. One of the only good NES games, in my opinion. Yeah, it, I mean it's easily the ultimate NES game, and it's amazing how that game looks and plays. And then you're thinking, holy shit, this is Nintendo's first console still. I mean, yeah, it's towards yeah. like the last leg, but like when it came out, it was a fucking big deal. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone knows about that game. Great game. Uh, Super Mario Kart, the first one. 
yeah. started to <laughs> that, the Mario Kart franchise. It started it. I don't think it's the best, uh, but it was fun to play as kids. Mm. Uh, Super Mario 64 is still the best, in my opinion. Yeah, I think everyone agrees Super yeah. Mario 64 is the best. I mean, especially in terms of battle mode, but... Maybe yeah. we'll get a, a 64 classic next year. Well, uh, this is kind of uh, going into like Mario Kart <laughs> debate, but uh, I, I really like the uh, the first DS release for Mario Kart. Oh, I haven't played that one. It was pretty much uh, uh, like a recreation of Super Mario Kart 64. Oh, okay. Uh, very similar mechanics. Um, they brought back pretty much every level from there. Uh, Block forts there? Uh there's a spiritual successor to Black Fort. Okay. Uh, the battle mode Can't works a lot be better. Black Fort, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, you remember on the DS how they have that little mic thing and you had to blow into oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had that little, <laughs> that little silly feature. <laughs> Nintendo always has those features. So instead of uh, the three balloons, which was a little unfair because you get hit by like a bomb or something and get fucked over and the game could be over really quick for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, you got seven balloons, but you only could have three out at once. So you refilled your balloon by either like stopping and holding down select, or you could do it quicker if you blew into the mic thing and you inflated the balloon. So you had to like manage that. It was a whole nother layer to it. Very well done game. But anyways, let's move on to the next game. Next game, uh, Legend of Zelda, A Link to a Pass, a game I've actually never played. I've never played it all the way through. I know uh, Vince and Nino have. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're our friends again. What's uh, it like? Because I've, I mean, I'm, I'm not really that. I've, I won't. The only Zelda game I've really played was like Wind Waker and from the uh, Wii U. I, what about Ocarina of Time? I've, you I know, mean, I've definitely, I haven't played it, but I've definitely seen it played a lot. Right. Um, so imagine, like, as if this seems like it looks. Whenever okay, I see people play, it looks like like an RPG. Uh, it's not like an RPG. It's okay. the very first like mainstream adventure game. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, this isn't the first Zelda game, I don't believe, is it? I don't know. What is it called, Legend of Zelda? This is called A Link to the, the Past. Past. Okay, and it's not the first yeah. one. Um, this this one, uh, if you if I could describe it, imagine the Pokemon games, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are RPGs. You level up. Right. You have stats. Those are clear features of RPGs. This is not. This is more of an item acquiring game, and you still explore, but, but there's no like stats. Pokemon? Yeah. So the it's a it's a kind of a isometric uh, bird's eye view thing. Okay, and like Grand Theft, of, like like one of the original Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, kind of like that, but very it's it's sprite, so it's two D, uh, and okay, it looks like Pokemon. But imagine you have a sword and a shield. And instead of going into a cutscene for a battle, you just like swing your sword. Clunky mechanics, but it it was awesome for its time. You got boomerangs, yeah. you got a uh, shield, you got bombs. I'm, this is definitely one puzzles. of the ones I'm like most excited to play because it's ranked as one of the best uh, Super Nintendo games, and I've just never played it. Yeah, it'll, it'll take up some time. It's definitely a longer game to beat. Uh, I've never beat it myself. Uh, I mm. didn't get into the Zelda franchise until Ocarina, which came out several years later. But Yeah. All right, yeah. well, moving on. F-Zero, I've never played that one either. I know it's a racing game, right? Yeah. The only okay, so I've never played this game. I've never even seen gameplay from this. Me either. The only, <laughs> the only knowledge I have of F Zero is Captain Falcon and Smash Bros. You're right, exactly. Yeah. Same All I know is, is like, okay, there's probably gonna be some punches and knees of justice <laughs> and like show me your moves. <laughs> what I'm guessing is it's just like Super Mario Kart is faster. 
So that's we don't know anything. We're not going to talk about it. Super Metroid. You ever played that? Uh, I have not played this specific uh, Metroid. I've never played a Metroid game. This is another one I'm super excited for. Uh, yeah, I believe this is the sequel to uh, Metroid, uh, which was on the... Uh, Ooh, that's why they the call normal. it Super. Yeah. <laughs> they call it Super on a lot of these. Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. You'll notice a clear naming pattern here. Right. <laughs> same, same with the... They did the same thing with Super the Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that? It's a called? No, it's no, called Mega Man. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, uh, this is um, this is a side scroller platformer shooter. Uh, it's in line with games like Contra. If you know what Contra is, um, I feel vague it's a shooter that. that's a side scroller, and you can like it was. Was is it like Mega it was, Man? Um, I would say it's similar to Mega Man than Contra. Actually, that's a good good uh, way to point out because you actually up uh, it's an adventure game like zelda where you actually make upgrades and stuff and you, mm-hmm. and you don't just go to the right like you do in normal like mario games you uh you go left right up down oh, you kind okay. of explore you see a wall that like looks a little different than all these other walls and then later on you just progress it's like all right fuck it i'll go to that later and then you yeah, come yeah. back to it and it's like you got a new weapon a new upgrade and you can go to that wall again and it's like Oh shit! I got rockets. I can fucking blow that open. Oh, so okay. that the, that's what fun. the that's the special thing about the Metroid. All right, uh, Street Fighter Two. Um, I remember the playing first this fighting game you. I've ever played. Yeah, I've, I remember going over to your house playing this in the basement. Mm-hmm. Blanca always stood out to me. Is Blanca always, the, the electric guy? Yeah, the <laughs> green electric guy. <laughs> it's just this green like Hulk looking guy with red hair that if you like tap, if you smash a button, he yeah. starts shocking people. Everyone knows who Blanca is. My Come favorite on. one's Chun Li. She was always my favorite to be the the leg girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. she never skips leg day, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's got see, she's got some uh, some bulky thighs. But yeah, it's just a fighting game. Not much to say about it. It's really good. Um, I mean, I. I've never really liked a fighting game besides that one. Yeah, I mean there like are a, fighting a games fighting like, game like that at least. Yeah, know? I mean it, it. I never actually played the first one. I've only played I, Street Fighter Two. I think they started it too. <laughs> <laughs> Super Street Fighter. You know what? I'm gonna believe that because I've never seen any evidence against it. <laughs> uh, Punch Out. I believe that's where Little Mac's from. Yep. That is where Little Mac is from. And I'm saying that in reference to Super Smash Brothers, but uh, it's also never the... played that one either. <laughs> well, the, the latest Smash the Brothers, the latest Smash yeah, Brothers. Yeah. To be clear on that. You ever played Punch Out? Uh, I have not. Um, I know that there is a black guy who steals your bike in it, and I've seen a lot of memes from it. <laughs> and what's hilarious is is if it you've ever seen The Office. Uh, uh yes, of course. Yes, uh, you know Stanley. Yeah, he resembles of he a very striking re- resemblance between Stanley and the black guy who's training you. I think, dude. Is I that don't know the if guy, he steals is... your bike or not, but he's on a bike. I've seen the memes. <laughs> I've never played the game. I'm not an authoritative source on this game whatsoever, but <laughs> he looks just like Stanley. All right. Well, uh, the next one is Castlevania Four. Uh, never played that or really heard of it. What about you? Um. Uh, four in particular does not stand out to me. I know the very first two Castlevania games were fairly popular uh, on the on the normal Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look uh, at that artwork on this game, though. Yeah, yeah. It's about like vampires and hunting them. It's it's kind of like Metroid, but you like use a whip instead of a gun, and it's more oh. going to the right <laughs> feel. I, I would say it's more in line with Mega Man without the wonky upgrades, but. Fuck, maybe they have wonky upgrades in the fourth one. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, love this game. Yep. One of the first first games I've ever beaten, probably not the first one, because the first one I've beaten is on here. But yeah. Uh, great game. Probably the, there's three Donkey Kong Countries for the SNES. I would say this is the worst one, but it started them all. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and also, um, uh, the developer of this is Rare. Yes. They they totally took the Donkey Kong and by character. rare that rare's the name of a brand, not just he's not like a rare person. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rare Incorporated is a developer that was contracted by Nintendo to take the Donkey Kong character and make a game with him because they had this oh, character from the old yeah old from one? the very first Mario or Donkey Kong game. Mm-hmm. Which is just Mario jumping over barrels. And they yeah, and they didn't really have anything to do with it. Uh, or they never did anything with the character, and they're just like, "Hey, let's um, let's do something." It's like, "Okay, you guys, you do something." What what do they do? They gave him a tie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they gave him a, a, a companion friend, Diddy. And this was like one of the very first like co op games that was actually fun to play, and right, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It was, it's just kind of like that Kirby game where you where you're well, the helper. There is a big. We'll talk about the Kirby game next. There is a big difference, but. Yeah, it is. It, I remember playing all these games uh, with a partner and trying. The only one I didn't beat Donkey Kong Two until I was like a year ago, uh, until I was like twenty five. But first one and three, I definitely beat in my youth. And uh, it's uh, three, the one with um, like a baby guy and oh Dixie. yeah, baby and uh, Dixie yeah, Kong. Dixie. Yeah. Dixie Kong was the best because she could fly, of course. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this one started it all, and it's a great game. Um. Next is Mega Man X. I already talked about that. My favorite game from the Super Nintendo was Mega Man X. I know it by the back of my hand still. Awesome game. You could you can wall jump. You could upgrade your weapon. You got some badass. I mean, I'm looking at the cover right now. That is the best. That's the yeah. coolest looking Mega you know, Man covers, to date. Ca- covers got a bunch lamer after the Super Nintendo. Because they started getting into like uh, N64 and they all like the crappy 3D looking stuff. Yeah. But uh, mm. anyways... Uh, Kirby Superstars next. That's the one we were talking about. This is uh, this is like uh, a game changer, I think, in games. I don't know if it's the first one I do this, but it's co-op, but it's co-op at the same time. Like you don't have to wait and take turns. Like you, yeah, you're, that, you're playing that is, that at the same true. time. That is true because Donkey Kong, you had to like got right, s- just like because like, like Super Mario World's a, Super Mario World's co-op too, if you want. Um, uh, you, yeah, but you switch on lives. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you, got yeah. you. Yeah, you don't right. play both at once. Okay, so it's like, first step, Super Mario World, second step, Donkey Kong Country, third step, Kirby. Yeah. Because Kirby, you play, you got you can play at the same time as your your friend, and it's so much fun, and there's so much stuff to do. I remember me and Nino, like, beat the whole game, and we found every treasure, because there's treasures you can find. Mm-hmm. Except for one, and we've just never been able to find it. <laughs> well, we didn't have the internet back Right, then. yeah. That's, we did, that's what, it, that's what makes it impressive. Yeah. <laughs> now well, it's like, okay, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, let's keep moving on, because right. we're a little... Final Fantasy three. never played it. I never played RPG. a single Final Fantasy. Uh, people Don't love it. Don't much about it. Don't uh, care. Yeah, so... Kirby's Dream Course. Actually, I don't know if I've played that one. I think it's just like the, like the first Kirby, maybe? I don't know. Probably not the first one. Um, the very first one, I think, is a Game Boy game. Mm. Uh, this might be the first one on actually a home console. You ever played it? Uh, I have not. I the, honestly, the only Kirby it looks game, familiar, but 
yeah, the only Kirby game I've spent extensive amount of times on is this Kirby Superstar. So yeah, Superstar definitely play that one before. Well, actually play Dream Course and then play Superstar. Okay, Star Fox. I've actually never played Star Fox on any version of anything. Yeah, I've only played it on the sixty four. That's probably the only one that it's worth playing on. Well, Star uh, Fox Two is supposedly the like is three D, just like in. 64 oh, bit yeah yeah so uh it's kind of like 3d and like how doom and wolfenstein on the the original ones on mm. the computer those are 3d yeah yeah where they just in- emulate a 2d image that is in a, like a 3d environment right. kind of like that and that's why they didn't release and it that's in the first star to wait for 64 is what i've heard yeah i just never saw the light of day uh next one is yoshi's island this is the first game i ever beat it's also called Super Mario World 2 for some reason. Uh, yes, because it is a direct sequel to Super Mario World. Which doesn't make sense. Which, story-wise, <laughs> obviously doesn't make sense. No Mario games make sense story-wise. Right. But that's the project that the main team at Nintendo wanted to do next. Because the Yoshi character was introduced. They mm. wanted to give him a backstory. And it's like a I prequel. think they did a great job with the Baby this is Mario like, I love I love this game. And I, mean, I don't even really remember playing it. I just know that i was it was the first game i ever beat in and i beat it before all my brothers and all my nino and vince's and jordan's <laughs> uh, and it was so rewarding to beat that game and that's what this that's the game that got me into video games so yeah really excited to play that again yeah again um N- nintendo their core team the ones who developed the mario games when they put their effort into it mm-hmm. they have the masterminds, the geniuses of game design behind it. They added a ton of great mechanics, like the egg pooping, mm-hmm. collecting, and throwing. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. The fact that Mario, you had to worry about him. It, oh, it that, was that co- annoying baby cry, though. That's it's, okay. It's burned into my brain a little bit. <laughs> Me uh, too. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember how to play yeah. the game, but I remember <clears throat> that cry. But yeah, Nintendo never like gets it wrong. I mean, like look at Super Mario sixty four. Considered to be one of the greatest yep. games ever. Mm-hmm. Very first Melissa 3D, loves that game. Yeah, very first 3D platformer. After that, Super Mario Sunshine. Fucking incredible game. Super uh, Mario 3D Land is low-key one of the best Marios, I think. Uh, it's it's good. It's not one of the best. Um, uh, Mario Galaxy. No one thought that could be top because it topped all the other Marios. I've actually never played Galaxy. Uh, well, play Galaxy 2 because it does it even better. Really? Yeah. This- never played all the way through, but... Uh, this new one looks cool. Is it, isn't the new one even out yet? Nope, it's not out yet. It's coming out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is probably going to be even better. And they just constantly outdo themselves again, 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 and again. Right. And that's just Nintendo, man. The seal of quality. Yeah. Um, well, guys, looking at the time, um, we were planning on talking about Rick and Morty, but there's a chance we won't, so we'll talk about it next time Jordan's on it. So, <laughs> so we got five more games to cover. Oh, but the season finale on Rick and Morty, is right? So wouldn't it be if you if you, if you want to come back on next week, you can, and uh, we'll cover that. Okay, yeah, that sounds good because uh, there's a big storyline that's uh, building up right now. Yeah, you're talking about the end of the last episode. Not the the last. Well, the ABCs of Beth, where they. That could play a factor into it, but I'm talking about the one with uh, the 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 Citadel uh, of oh, Ricks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one's gonna play a bit of a factor. But let's let's we honestly oh, yeah. we're almost we'll done with back, this list. Let's, yeah, we'll be back let's, next let's week. Kill with this that. Uh, Nintendo list. Uh, Super Mario RPG: The Legend of the Seven Stars. Okay, very so, first 
RPG game I've ever been introduced to. Probably. Besides Pokemon, probably. Um, our Again, our friend Nino, who is probably the only one with the SNES. <laughs> we would always just play yes. his. Uh, this is his favorite game of all time. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Uh, it is a very well-developed RPG game. And this is actually not developed by the core team at Nintendo. Nintendo oh, really? has uh, like uh, a history of contracting the Mario uh like games out to other like uh developers uh-huh. and honestly sometimes they just hit the fucking nail on the head this is one of those games it makes absolutely no sense the main villain isn't even bowser it's a giant sword like <laughs> literally a giant sword twice the size of a castle falls through it and he like makes bowser his bitch and it's still saving Princess Peach it's, is it, your objective, but it's it's also got the best Mario character ever made in Gino. Oh um, yeah, Gino. He was always my favorite, and yeah, uh, they have all these cool characters, and it's it's so off brand, but it's still <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know why he was, but I liked him a lot. All right, next game, Contra Three. Uh, the the Dune Wars, the oh the Alien Wars. Sorry. The <laughs> um. Never played yeah. Contra. Um, yeah, uh, Contra is, is. Is that one of the games that's like super hard? Like one of the hardest games. The very first one is notoriously known for being hard. Okay. And that's where the Konami code came from. Actually, it's actually commonly referred to as Contra that means. code. Oh, you don't know? Um, no. Konami code is. Oh wait, well, Konami is a publisher for video games. I've heard they, about. I've heard they, them. Yeah. They give money to developers to make games for them. Contra being one of them. Uh, The developers snuck in a secret little code, which was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. It's weird that you know that. Um, (laughs) Well, it's it's a very popular thing. Anyone in geek culture should know what the Konami code is. Uh, When you try to find it, so what that does, if you do that in the start menu at Contra, you unlock 30 plus lives. So it's it's a very secret Easter egg. And how someone found it, I don't know. It's probably a developer who blabbed his mouth. But Konami took this code and would Im- implement it in every other game, or a m- large majority of them from there on out. Hold on, I think we froze. Oh, no, we didn't. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, we're back. Okay, sorry. Um, running low on time, so we're going to blast through these next three. Uh, Secret of Mana. Awesome game. Um, never beat it all the way. It was too never confusing for me as an eight-year-old boy. Quick, quick description. Um, it is uh, an RPG game. It's a lot of exploration, and there's also three-player co-op. Ooh. On a, a two-controller game <laughs> game console. That's crazy. And they would all like simultaneous play if possible. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. It's considered to be one of the very first like uh, groundbreaking RPGs. Uh, right, cool. All right, Earthbound. Earthbound. That's where Ness uh, comes from. And is it also an RPG? Uh, yes, I believe so. I never played the Earthbound games. Me neither. They're also known as Mother in Japan. Oh, okay. And then Mother Two uh, and Mother Three also were all released on the SNES. All right. Uh, the last one is Super Goals. Ghouls and Ghosts. Never even heard of this one. Never I think this heard is of the either. only one on the list I have no knowledge on. It looks like uh, the prequel to like you know the game Meta Evil or something like PlayStation game like Meta Evil maybe. Now you play like as a knight that has like half a face or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, um, yeah. So this this gets released on Friday. If you want to go get it, I advise you going out early. I don't 
They say they're going to make more than they make the NES Classic, but so I got to go out and get it. So I am really glad that Nintendo is doing this. They're reviving the old system mm-hmm. and energizing it. And it's the, cheap. It's only 80 bucks. That is that is pretty cheap. It's affordable. Um, the reason why I won't get it is because there's such thing as emulators. I could get every one of these games on my phone for absolutely free. But you can't use the SNES controller. No, I cannot. That's that's the, the argument for it. Uh, I'm glad the, the NES Classic that came out last year was super successful. It was out of stock for like months and months. Right, which that's why I'm getting there early. Uh, yes, you definitely should. Um, what this really gives me hope for is that they bring back... The N64! <laughs> Classic! I want it! <laughs> president grabbed me. Alright, President. Okay, alright. Well, that was a nice little intermission for uh, the serious stuff. Um, uh, but yes, what Jordan did say at the end, if you uh, missed it from the mail drops, was that um, he wants the Nintendo 64 Classic next year. Which, it might be a little early for that, but... Yeah, honestly, that would be a, a good political policy for a, a next presidential candidate to run out for. It's like, I want the N64 <laughs> Classic. It's got to be a thing. Yeah, that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with what our potential candidates could be. In, hey, including... we got Zuckerberg. I'm sure he he's kind of like... He was like what in college in the nineties, high school. Sure, he played a lot of yeah. N sixty four, a lot of GoldenEye. We gotta get that back. I mean, people are legitimately talking about Zuckerberg, The Rock, and LeBron James running okay. for president. So if The Rock runs for president, without a doubt, he would win. Uh, I know. That, I hope. That I mean, just... I kind of hope so because he'd run the Democratic Party. Well, yeah. actually, no, that would be tougher because we're. Not idiots. <laughs> Sorry, that's bad. Uh, well, every everyone's got idiots on every side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I'm not. Su- I, I mean, I guess. Uh, hold on, beer number three. Oh, sorry, we we're opening these beers. Going a little slow today. Yeah, I like to think of myself as a centrist, but uh, I'm definitely left leaning, but. There, there's a lot, lot of more logic on the left side than there is on the right side. Right. There are uh, hypocrisy on both, but a lot more on the right. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it seems like they're on the wrong side of history. Right. <laughs> Even though they're on the about, right, about the right side. <laughs> <of history. laughs> but yeah, the right is just the wrong. I mean, when you look at it, healthcare, mm-hmm. civil rights, uh, just like every, anything that's socially political is just yeah. they don't get right. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not uh, going to pretend that I know all the answers to the economic questions. But yeah, I would say the only thing I there's there's a few things like they I can see where their logic's coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one I probably agree with the most is like uh, just in, in terms of the other argument mm-hmm. is the the guns. Oh, I mean, I'm pro gun, so you don't have to like. There you go. You don't have to like like. It, it's just step like on your tippy toes around. I me. mean, <laughs> what, what 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 is the solution? You can't take away everyone's gun, right? If you take away the gun, all the law-abiding citizens give you their gun. It's like oh. Now we just have the hardened criminals who have guns. 
oh, okay, right. well, that's going to help the situation. And then if you try to take them all by force to make sure you get those hardened criminals, oh, guess what? When you try to take people's guns from them, they're going to use them. Right. I mean, it it just doesn't seem like a win situation. uh, I honestly trust is the best way. Trust and education is the best way. Education, I think, is the key to everything. But, like, people always reference, like, other countries like Japan and stuff, like, about how they don't allow guns and how their crime rate and their death rate or gun rate or whatever is down. Yeah. And also, one out of three males are virgins by the age of, like, 50 or something. Not sure if that is a causation or correlation, but. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, okay so i can tell that that is that is a causation from anime my friend <laughs> anime culture ruins everything but but what i'm trying to say is that um uh they're different than us like like they're a much smaller nation than yeah. us like in terms of like they don't they're very compact drop a couple nuclear bombs on us and then we'll see how we go <laughs> right and we have like rural areas we're so diverse in like our areas we you can't compare us to other nations, like, for everything. But there's some things, like, I'm definitely left-leaning towards, like, I mean, I, th- I am hardcore for a living wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe not yet, but eventually it's going to be a necessity once uh, these driverless cars get going because that's going to do, do away with so many jobs. Universal basic income. Uh, right. I'm an advocate for that for sure. I mean, just look at self-driving cars, something that we already have mm-hmm. pretty much there. Within the next five years, we're going to have it near perfect. Uh, then that's the, the, you got Tesla with their, uh, their Tesla trucks. And those trucks are going to be all self-driving. It sounds like red alert, like Tesla coils. <laughs> just like, <laughs> where are these going to go shocking people? <laughs> well, uh, anyways, the trucking industry uh, employs, I think it's the number one, uh, supplier of jobs right uh, in the country that's a million jobs is, that are truck drivers mm-hmm. virtually overnight a million jobs will be gone that's in compare that, that's just like you can't even compare that to like the coal industry or factory jobs right right well like all then- those truck drivers they they make decent money they make mm-hmm. like what like anywhere between 50 to 100 grand a year and then then add this in those truck drivers are gone because of driverless cars what about the people that work at like the stops along the way on the highways you know like all over the country you know truck drivers stop there they're they're gone yeah those jobs are gone too oh um i was just listening to the new radio lab that's why that's why i brought this up because i listened to it today oh nice nice (laughs) i was actually listening to that um when i was uh on my run today okay Yeah. yeah Listen to podcasts, people. You'll open your mind to a bunch more things. Oh yeah, radio. I uh, cannot recommend Radio Lab enough. Uh, it's it's just just dive in. There's not a weak episode out of the what through 244 episodes or yeah, something. Yeah, it's it's tied with uh, This American Life in terms of oh no, like, it surpasses best, best it. produced podcast. Oh, it surpasses This American Life in my opinion. Think so? Yeah, the research that they do in uh, well, they're in, both in different. Radio, yeah, one one's more um, one's Chicago, one's, one's New York. More one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, uh, but I feel like we're going into a little bit. Oh yeah, we're getting back into the entertainment. Let's, let's go back into the politics. Okay, so uh, Trump told everyone to take a knee, and we want to reiterate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, something we didn't say about Trump though during the sports section that I do want to mention is that. Apparently, he was watching Fox and Friends or something and saw that Steph Curry was debating whether or not to go to the White House. And upon seeing that, he sent out a tweet, 
uninviting Steph Curry and the championship Golden State Warriors to the White House because they were considering going or not. Oh, no. He is literally <laughs> a child. Our um, popular vote losing, uh, a record popular vote losing minority president Donald Trump um, is a child, and uh, that is not helping with North Korea. No, not at all. And he's also getting in Twitter fights with uh, Kim Jong-un. Right. And then Kim Jong-un is saying, America has declared war on us. And it's like, okay, and that's a little scary. I mean, obviously, we, we haven't declared war. I mean, it's not like you, like in the office where Michael Scott says, I declare bankruptcy. Thinks he will get bankruptcy. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a whole, whole lot of process involved there. But I mean... It, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous. The times we live in. I mean, if there's like any... Hawaii should not be having to do, like, be scared of having a nuclear bomb. Like, yeah. I think they've been uh, warning them to, like, prepare for it as if they would a hurricane or a tsunami. Yep. Which is... And... And, I... like, our parents are... Well, our parents who lived through, like, the Cold War phase, they're, like, kind of used to this from when that was going on but we shouldn't be back there because we know how devastating those can be and what what um what a lot of people don't realize uh i know you know this uh but like the nukes that we dropped on japan those were the first edition nukes oh yeah nukes nowadays are called hydrogen bombs right and they are i just learned this too yeah they are over a thousand times more powerful than the last radius is like 10 miles that's ridiculous. Ten miles of pure devastation, and then the radiation that comes afterwards does even more damage, destroying lives forever. If you live through it, you wish you didn't. Right. Yeah. It's it's scary and crazy, and it's the reason why North Korea wants and has these bombs. And hopefully, it's just them talking talking a big talk and not going to use them because they they have to know that if they use them it's a suicide mission like dennis rodman's our only hope <laughs> i mean god damn this the fucking times we live in man the if there's is, any argument that we're living in a simulation it's it's this this past year yeah it's coming to fruition right here this yeah. is what it's for this is the climax Oh my god! Like I always, I, I always I honestly, try to reference that one. It's only gonna one, get crazier. It's only gonna get crazier, man. That run like tweet or meme or something I saw. It's like, I feel like two thousand. Well, it was in two thousand sixteen. I feel like two thousand sixteen is like the final season of America, and the writers are just going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> We're jumping the shark, <laughs> and oh, they're probably just rubbing their hands together. It's like, oh, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> but like I've like I've reiterated on this podcast over and over again is that North Korea wants a bomb so they can't get invaded and they mm. can't get messed with. That's the whole purpose of owning right. And uh, I'm okay powerful with, weapons. And I, you know, I'm okay with that. I don't if North Korea they can have a bomb. I mean. They already they already do have one. Um, we're we're kind of just like what what can we do? The only thing we can do is if they cyber attack them and get their citizens to know that like the rest of the world is not evil. Like the only uh, thing that pull worries a Russia. me, pull a Russia. What's that mean? Cyber attack. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but the only thing that the only thing that concerns me about them having a bomb is that we can't do anything to help their humanitarian issues and how they're treating their citizens mm-hmm. so if they were treating their citizens like normal people then none of this would even be an issue that's all kim jong-un has to do is just yeah 
you know, he can still live whatever fucking life he wants, and he can be the fucking king of North Korea like he already is, and just treat his people better. You know, then people yeah. will trade with him more and help him. Yeah, the whole structure of their hierarchy is really interesting. Um, I'm a a very avid listener of the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, oh, I forget the guy's fucking name, but he was the author of a book called, um, <laughs> it's kind of a funny name. Uh, it's about North Korea. It's called Dear Reader. <laughs> you know, they uh, they say Dear Leader. Oh. Right? <laughs> and, and then, like, their L's pronounced like R's. And then you gotta say that in, it, like, a Dear Asian Reader. <laughs> dear Reader. <laughs> It's like Dear Reader. What is it like a it's, memoir? It's or a something? Bri- it's a brilliant title. It works on a lot of levels. But anyways, they uh, he breaks down the whole uh, the structure of their their government and like how it's all like this this circle jerk of oppression on their people and like they they punish like the way they punish someone for going against like the pretty much viewing at your your right. emperor your god emperor as like anything less than a god. Um, not only are you punished, but your family two generations down will be punished equivalently. Sounds like a, a lot like if you go against Donald Trump and he Twitter shames you, but just like he, internet. He wise. wants to be that. I think he's jealous. I think he's honestly jealous of Kim Jong-un right. and the amount of power he has over his people. And Donald Trump just wants to be like this loved character without deserving any of it. I mean, that kind of fits his entire lifestyle he loved for hating people he was born into money he like thinks a million dollar loan is small i mean he's declared bankruptcy he's um, probably raped people oh no without a doubt i mean did you see that <laughs> did you see him rape. on uh <laughs> do you see him like speaking somewhere where he's like says he's like doing this big speech about like giving help to like florida i think after the hurricane and he's like yeah and uh you know we all are sending support melania really wishes she could be here and and then she's just standing right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> the guy saw it's like, what? Oh my the fuck? god! This oh lady god. is not your wife. It's just Dude, someone you fucking... make babies with. And then, like, I I fucking love it how uh, they they he's yelling at the NFL players, circling back to this mm-hmm. uh, about taking a knee. But there's like. I don't know. There, I've seen several videos of him not putting his hand over his chest, and there's yeah. that famous one where Milani's like has to like hit his hand twice, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, right, I gotta do this," and put his right. hand over his and, chest. And, and the thing is, like, who cares if he does or doesn't put his hand over his chest? The only reason that makes us say that is because he gives a shit if people stand or kneel. But who's Colin Kaepernick compared to the fucking president right. of the United States? Right, right. Famous draft dodger. <laughs> Draft dodging, uh, record-setting minority president, Demi Twimp. But uh, um, that brings us back to this question. Why did he say those things? Uh, distraction. Distraction politics. Oh, okay. So this is going to go a little bit off politics, but I want to dive into it. That's fine. Um, I have a theory. Have you ever heard... Better not the... be flat earth theory, because I can't no. handle any more. No, no. Dude, fuck flat earth. I'm over that. <laughs> It's all about flat sun theory. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, have you ever heard the origin story of the comic Iron Man? Not like the origin of Iron Man, but Stan Lee's creation of him. Uh, no. Stan Lee wrote the character Tony Stark off of a bet. He bet his uh, his co creator that he could write a character. That was an alcoholic arms dealer 
and make him likable. And keep in mind, this is in the the era of the Vietnam War, actually the peak of the Vietnam War, where oh. everyone's super against war and all that, and he's like, I'm going to make this character make him like. And obviously, Iron Man was... It took off, it was successful, and now we have Robert Downey Jr. being one of the biggest celebrities on our planet right now. Right. Uh, I feel like Donald Trump's doing something similar with these tweets. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know if he's succeeding, if that's the case, then. I I think he's just making some some bets. He feels like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can go down to Fifth Avenue, as he said, and shoot someone... And no one would care. <laughs> he can do anything. Okay, okay. That yeah. clarifies. Now, I know you're talking about Donald Trump thinks that Donald Trump can be lovable no matter what he says. Uh, no, I think he's he, not can... lovable. He's definitely not love. He's definitely uh, has uh, a very low approval rating. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like he can just do whatever he wants to get away with it. Oh yeah, and and, of obvi- he and, can. and circling back to what why, why we were on this topic again, uh, it's a distraction, and he wants to see what most outlandish thing he can do, and he and there's like okay, so uh, Puerto Rico, uh, the three million citizens are without power. Uh, they are still American citizens, so we kind of have to like take care of that and it's like don't worry i got another tweet up my on my sleeve it's like what are you gonna do it's we're like, just gonna care a little I'm gonna bit shit. less because they're like a little bit browner than us yeah he's <laughs> like i at first I, I thought you were talking about donald trump making this bet with like to make kim jong-un a good person or <laughs> <laughs> oh he's actually in by comparison doing a pretty good job at that yeah yeah um but yeah um so what I think, like, what I've heard, or maybe think even, like, that he is, he's throwing out, like, I don't know. I don't want to believe that our president is stupid enough to just bring up these topics about the NFL going nowhere he belongs without reason. But I yeah. I kind of do believe that. I mean, I definitely do believe that. But I, I mean, we want to come up with a justification that no one is that stupid. No one's that insincere. No one is that blatantly the pathological liar and well, especially I mean, if someone in that position of power right like the I don't, most I don't think... po- inarguably the most powerful position possible we just want to world. think he's a mastermind of some sort but the, th- the honest truth he's not and that all that means is if you, if you have enough money you can do anything then is that what that's what that means oh oh yeah absolutely Money is, and you probably got to be some power. sort of an asshole too at some parts. But oh yeah, no conscience. I think that maybe what if he's distracting everybody from this terrible week he's been having? Oh yeah, Jerry Kushner, healthcare bill, Puerto Rico, not Luther, getting and Luther Strange losing, which I know he, I, he was some Alabama senator that was running against. I don't forget the guy that won, but Trump was endorsing hardcore. Yeah, big Luther. Yeah, and then uh, what it was like? Uh, what kind of election is this? Um, I don't. What, I don't. Know, it's some sort of special right. like election. It's not even, like this. Whoever this person that won it has to go up against a Democrat next. Yeah, but there it's Alabama. They, lo- they lost They've two. They've never seats. like elected. Yeah, a, they lost two seats. They lost two seats, and it was a pretty big loss for the Republicans. And it just goes to show, like. Um, during uh, last year, I was saying during the primaries, 
uh, like a lot of people would vote for Trump over Hillary Clinton. Not saying that I did, uh, but a lot of people would because they view mm. Hillary Clinton as a cancer that's slowly killing our country. And they view Donald Trump as lighting our fire on country, dousing yourself in gasoline, lighting on fire. At least you're aware of it and you can't ignore it. It's a blatant <laughs> thing and you have to respond to correct that. This is a response to that. That's the exact thing why they won is because it's Donald Trump in office instead. Right, and then you're gonna see like uh, you see us like throughout history, you always see a little bit eight years of left, a little bit eight years of right, and it's kind of moving slowly right. back and forth, and then slowly moving towards progress. This is going to extreme lengths, so now it's like super push towards the right, and then you're gonna get even a, a larger push to the left. I hope so. Well, I mean, we'll we'll find it out next year during those yeah. elections. Like if we if the Democrats, and by we I mean Democrats, take back the uh, House or Senate or even make some leeway towards that. But if but if imagine if they lose seats, the Democrats lose seats, then I don't know if that's. Uh, progress in it's very hard for me to think that we won't have a majority by uh the next election 2018 i know but it's scary like (laughs) i don't know like i mean there's still so much that can go down you know like the people the the president minor uh popular vote losing record setting minority president uh donald trump could try to restrict votes like he's been trying to by claiming that he lost popular vote by exactly three million illegal votes <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh gerrymandering is a big thing for the republican party uh that's like they they honestly don't have the majority of the popular opinion on any of their stances but they right. yet they keep winning and it's because they're playing dirty they're they're doing gerrymandering uh they they mm-hmm. uh they they advocate to elderly they make sure that they're able to get them the uh, their ballots at like the pre-register. What is it? Early voting. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they 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 have the system locked down, but the Democrats are like retarded, and they think it's like, hey, just because we can use this, uh, because we're on the right here and we're on the right side of history, we're gonna win. No, that's not how it works. It's a dirty game, and the Republicans are winning at it. Yeah, I um. In terms of elections, at least. When it comes to right. policy passing, healthcare bill, <laughs> they're like, not I'm, doing a lot. <laughs> Imagine if the Democrats would just like have the Republicans' attitudes toward towards guns. I feel like that gives them so many more voters, and like that gives them like a rhetoric they can get behind. Yeah, honestly, I don't understand it. Well, I mean, I guess actually there are a lot of Democrats who are against guns, so like most of them are probably are. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I get weird, weird. You know, I, I made this uh, in a different podcast. I made this uh, correlation. Like, so you're, you, I would guess that you mm-hmm. are, um, you're for guns, but like you're, you will keep having guns, but you don't want people to have like these big guns and these like. No, no, no. Fully automatic uh, assault rifles. What is the purpose of that other mm-hmm. than killing a, a lot of people? Right. All right. So then, like, so where, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Dearborn. But like that's like would be considered the suburbs, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely. So I would say the people in the cities, like grew up in the cities, probably are like for no guns at all, like, like even stricter restrictions. You, but people that grow up further away from you, more in the country, mm-hmm. their views are gonna be more like whatever. I think uh, like the control between want. city and country should be a strong distinction. I don't. I don't think anything 
more than a handgun is needed within a city uh because a, like a handgun is for like uh self-protection mm-hmm. within a house and like or an apartment or a uh, whatever uh, a bar flag. when you're out drinking with your friends <laughs> <laughs> sure um but rifles you know these high powered things i mean I don't, I don't i don't really understand that honestly uh i i think like when they talk about like sport for hunting it's like fucking learn to bow hunt motherfucker if you if you <laughs> want to actually be like a hunting person uh the best like game is to do the bow hunting. I've been, I've been, like I said earlier, big advocate of Joe Rogan. He doesn't shut up about bow hunting, and <laughs> <laughs> it's got me kind of interested in it. He's secretly Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh shit! I just realized that. What? He's secretly Katniss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I'm, I'm trying to say like it. You can like basically predict where where you grew up. Uh, what your political beliefs are gonna be most mm-hmm. likely, um. But but another thing I was just thinking of, I was listening. You were listening to this podcast. It's called um, Tell Me Something I Don't Know. Mm-hmm. It's a like a game show podcast, hosted by Stephen Dubner, the host of the Free Economics podcast. Okay. Um, but there was this one contestant. All I do is they come on, they tell you something they don't know, and they like vote on which one's the best. But um, uh, this is going off topic a lot, but uh. Guy comes in and says that like okay so, like the way people pronounce pronounce things you can tell whether they're Republican or Democrat, like pronounce like Iraq, mm-hmm. like Democrats will pronounce it closer towards like how it's like uh, supposed to be pronounced not supposed to be but like how it's I guess supposed to be pronounced even though it's pronounced in a different language and a different words in a different country but. You know, like I think it's Iraq supposed to pronounce like Iraq or something, but like I would pronounce it Iraq, and then but Dem or Republicans would pronounce it like Iraq. You know, like George Bush pronounces it Iraq, Obama pronounces it Iraq, and you can tell um, what political ing based on like stuff like that. Yeah, same with like uh, the pronunciation of uh, Muslim, right? Yeah, Muslim Uh, or Muslim, (laughs) Muslim or Muslim. Right, um, which is I don't think is as uh, strong as an indicator. Uh, like I said, I grew up in Dearborn. Mm. Uh, it's a very strong population or concentration of Arabic. Right, I think one of the biggest uh, in the United States. Uh, it actually is the biggest. Yeah, um, yeah. There's uh, Dearborn is still one city, but people classify East and West Dearborn. East Dearborn has a concentration of ninety five percent. Arabics, oh, really? if not higher. Uh, their high school, Fortson, is actually That's 99. That's my grandpa went to high school. Yeah, right now it is 99 point something oh, really? uh, concentrated Arabic population. Their stop signs are in Arabic. Um, I did um, with Dylan, your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, we did uh, door-to-door campaigning for Bernie Sanders during the primaries, and we did East Dearborn as our, our territory. Uh there was a lot of people who didn't even speak English when we, they answered the oh, door. Okay. Uh, so what uh, what we did, we went to a local supermarket, got the newspaper, which actually endorsed Bernie Sanders right on the front page. Oh, okay. We would uh, carry That's a backpack. smart of you guys. Yeah, we carried a backpack full of them and actually handed it to them. It's like, and handed them a flyer. And we only go to register voters' houses. Yeah. 
And so we tell them, like, hey, read this, read this, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Can't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and anyways, uh, after after all that, um, I still say Muslim. <laughs> That's my point. I think I don't say did. Muslim. I didn't, I didn't even know it was supposed to be pronounced Muslim. No, no, it's kind of like a more recent thing. Okay. Uh, I, I guess it's more respectable to say Muslim, uh, which I'm fine with saying. Uh, it's just. It's just not in my my accent. Well, you should pronounce it like our president. <laughs> what does he pronounce it? Terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Trump, but I don't give a shit. Um, uh, before we run out of time, we have probably about uh, looks like three or three or four minutes left. Um, healthcare failed for what is this the third, second, or third time? Fourth. Is it the fourth time? I think. It might be. I don't know what time it's either. The, the, I think I, it's either second or third. No, no, no. I think it's fourth because there was that. Uh, this is like. Uh, don't quote me on it. I'll just, I'll say three. We'll we'll meet in the middle. Yeah, let's meet in the middle. We'll say three. Uh, whatever. It's failed too many times after the Republicans. Been three many pro- times. Three many times <laughs> after Republicans have been promising this bill to their supporters. For years, it's a terrible bill, and it gets worse and worse every time they propose right. it. Right, and I don't understand why they can't like just like they obviously can't do it themselves. Talk to some Democrats, like give up like some of your stupid shit that you want in there, and like throw us a bone, and I'm sure some of us will vote for you, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, you have like just talk about it. I mean, that's the whole str- problem with this with this whole political situation situation right now is because no one talks about it when they have differences, and that's what. Split six is all about is talking about your differences and finding common ground and learning from each other. Exactly. I mean, that's the the whole uh, obstructionist Republican rhetoric is like they just mm. they throw arms around each other. Like they just they just like go arm in arm. It's like okay, just because we've decided that this is a Republican bill, uh, we're not going to care about the the logic behind it we're not going to care about the details we're just going to go arm in arm and just all vote against it this was like prime example back in like i don't remember what year uh 2004 three for what there was a bill to uh give health care to those who were affected the firefighters and anyone who helped out during the 9-11 and they were starting to have health problems. Like, they were trying to get cancer. Like and stuff. Yeah, and they were getting really bad lung breathing problems. And there was a bill to give them medical support. And because the Republicans decided this was a Democrat bill, they just all were, like, voting no. Consistently no against it. And it's just like, who's against this <laughs> why would you be against this yeah i know people in congress have quit because like no one talks about anything anymore and that's what the like the point is not just who has the majority it's, makes the laws everyone just wants to be on a fucking team and they just want to be on their tribe and just be like supporting that side hey well we won we won this right. i mean look at donald trump in a fucking un thing he's still talking about his victory his win he doesn't care about well, yeah, the betterment just, of mankind. He doesn't just, care about the betterment of America. Donald Trump's just stroking his co- or I mean ego, but you know, it's it's different. Like what what it should be is I think the point of the Senate and the House is like to have these people that represent what most of America wants 
and have discussions and to come to an agreement and an understanding of each other. Not to get with your group and ignore the other group that's and whoever I, has the majority wins. That's why I like Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. It's because he is, like, inarguably the true definition of a politician, which is a public servant. Right. He cares about the betterment. Granted, like, not all his ideas are, like, all-star ideas. Like, mm-hmm. that goes without saying. He's not right on everything. But he, everything he says is for the betterment of the person right. around him. He's not in it for self-gain. He's in it for the, the gain of the American people. And why is that not the majority I don't know, but we're running out of time, guys. We're going to dedicate just as much time as our president to this topic. Uh, Puerto Rico's underwater. Uh, Hurricanes have ravished it. Uh, Probably we should say Three million people without power. Yep. Um, But yeah, Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Split Six Podcast. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, you've already said, so you're bound by law to be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Will do, man. Alright guys, uh, please uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Podcast Addict or probably anywhere where you get podcasts. Look for Split Six Media. Like us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Follow me at Nwagela on Twitter. And uh, as always, thank you for splitting six with us. We'll see you next week. Woo!